0: Rochelle here and Lynn if you like our podcast be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform
1: or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspects family and don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes okay so today we are talking about season eight episode 22 called clip show so we start out in Lost Creek Colorado we're inside um a cabin at night. My notes are a little wonky here. Uh, we're inside a cabin. Uh, I assume that means we're in the woods. Um, or with a a, cabin in the woods, (laughs) a a cabin in the woods, (laughs) best movie ever. Okay. Uh, with a, so we're with a girl, a girl and a boy, the girl's name is Shelly. She says, I can't believe you finally came up here with me the boy whose name is tommy collins who is the tommy collins from episode number two called wendigo Wendigo. yeah it's like the brother that survived
0: and also can i just say he was in heartland he plays ty in heartland all right and then later on in this episode one of the actresses well she was from a different episode too i don't want to give any spoilers for the rest of the episode but one of the actresses that we see briefly in this episode was also in heartland i'm pretty sure it's that same actress so we have two heartland people
1: wow but anyway (laughs) okay okay so tommy says why wouldn't i shelly says i love this place it's like i can breathe you know tommy chuckles um and then stares out the window uh shelly says are you okay and Tommy says, "Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good." <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we hear a creature growling. Uh, Tommy says, "Did you hear that?" Shelly says, "What?" Tommy says, "The growl." Shelly says, "No." maybe it's a bear which she was like excited about and i was like oh clench everything about. why would you want to be excited about a bear that could like you know potentially do some pretty good damage you know? exactly exactly you okay um so tommy here's the creature girl again and says shelly get back shelly says baby what's wrong and um, it's a little PTSD. is what we got going on here. One hundred percent. Yeah. Tommy says it's not a bear. It's a Wendigo. 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 Yeah. I don't know.
0: Wendigo. I don't know how he said it. That's the thing. Is like this is one of those things that I never know how we're supposed to say it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think I just like say it differently every single time, just to like cover all my bases. So I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy says hide in the bathroom right now. Hide, shelly Shelly says, "Tommy, I don't hear anything." Tommy gets a gas canister from his bag, you know, casually. Mm-hmm. And Shelly says, "What are you doing?" Tommy says, "I'm going to light his ugly ass on fire." Get I back. Have a blowtorch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the creature growls again and Tommy clutches at his head and yells, "Ah!" He's clutching his pearls. I know. The growling continues. Shelly says, what's happening? And she starts to cry. And Tommy's head explodes. Kaboom. Shelly says, Tommy? You? <laughs> <Ew. laughs> I know. So um, oh, I think that that might have been our opening title sequence, but I didn't write it on here because I am the bomb. I think it is. Okay, opening title sequence. <laughs> declare it. That this is where it happens. Okay, so we cut to the bunker. Sam says, please tell me that's everything. Dean says, yeah. Uh, no, not even close. You see, the men of letters kept files on every demonic possession for the last 300 years. I mean, we've got Borden, Lizzie, uh, all the way to Crane, Ichabod. Sam says, ah. Okay, mm-hmm. what's Lizzie Borden? Lizzie Borden isn't, I'm gonna get this wrong, but I'm I know Ichabod Crane is like
0: headless horseman or whatever.
1: Yes. Um Lizzie Borden is like a famous, I think she was a serial killer. Isn't she the one who like killed everybody with a like a hatchet? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard the name before. You should look it up. I think that like her house has been made into like a bed and breakfast, like where all the killing went down. I I think (laughs) I think that I'm thinking of the right person
0: lizzie borden let's see um axe murders of her father and stepmother um
1: yeah her house is a bed and breakfast now yeah it
0: looks like she just killed them though just her parents just her parents okay well that's I don't think, something <laughs> i don't yeah i don't think she was a, like a serial killer. She's an ax murderer. That's what, <laughs> that's there we what the go. Kind of title is. Okay.
1: She's very famous, but yeah. she was
0: found not guilty. Just so y'all know.
1: Huh? Wow. How do you swing that? I don't know. <laughs> you swing it like an ax. That's how you swing it. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry for that. Oh no. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dean says, how you feeling? Sam says, honestly, uh, my, uh, my whole body hurts. I feel nauseous and like I'm starving at the same time and everything smells like rotting meat. Sounds like he's pregnant. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dean says, I've had that hangover. Jaeger man. Maybe you should, uh, take a break. Get some air. Sam says, Dean, the only thing that's going to make me feel better is finishing this. Dean says, all right, well, I'll go get you some grub. Keep your strength up. So Dean leaves and Castiel enters the room. Cass says good morning, but Dean brushes past him and out of the room. And Cass looks a little hurt. Cass says, "I like this bunker. It's orderly." Sam says, "Oh, give us a few months." Dean wants to get a ping pong table. <laughs> Cass says, "I've heard of that. It's a game, right?" And then he kind of groans. Sam says, "Are you okay?" Cass says, my wound isn't healing as quickly as I'd hoped, but I am getting better and you're getting worse. Sam says, well, two trials down, one to go. Cass says, and the final test. Do you know what it is? Sam says, I have to cure a demon. Cass (coughs) says, yeah, Cass (laughs) says of what? Sam says, that's what we're trying to figure out. So Dean comes Nicholas. back. In- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Dean, Dean comes back in with a plate of food and a beer. Uh, Dean says, soup's on. There we go. Dean sips the open beer and says, I think this is a, uh, it's still good, which is gross because that means that beer has been open for a long time. Flat beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sam says, a half drunk beer, jerky, and three peanut butter cups. Dean says, yeah, Breakfast we're champions. <laughs> <laughs> I did <do> that. <laughs> Dean says, yeah, we're, we're running a little low. I'll make a run. Cass says, Dean, I can go with you. Um, a few seconds pass, um, before Cass says, Dean, I'm sorry. Dean says, for what Cass says for everything, which I don't think was the right answer there. I think he needed to be more specific.
0: Yeah. I think he was looking for like
1: a do you know what you did wrong <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> dean says everything like uh ignoring us cass says yes dean says or like bolting off with the angel tablet then losing it because you didn't trust me you didn't trust me cass says yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> like i'm in danger <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs>
1: Dean says, yeah, nah, that's not going to cut it. Not this time. So you can take your little apology and you can cram it up your ass. Cass says, Dean, I thought I was doing the right thing. Dean says, yeah, you always do, which I think is a low blow there. Dean. But that's
0: fine. Yes, it's a low blow, but also it's true. It's like, you don't pay attention to everything, like how this is going to affect people. You just think that this is what is the good idea so you're just gonna do it anyway you know like that is like the biggest thing that bugs me about Castiel oh yeah he doesn't like think things through he just goes Mm -hmm. what do I think is the best and I'm just gonna completely like who cares what other people think this is what I'm gonna do you know right
1: right and I think a lot of people like angels take advantage of that for sure Oh, 100% yeah yeah um Sam clears his throat awkwardly and says, hey, uh, do we have a room 7B? So we cut to inside room 7B. Uh, It's filled with archive files. Sam goes, um, uh, Cass is not with them, by the way. I should have written that down. It's just Sam and Dean. Um, Sam says, dude, go easy on Cass, okay? He's one of the good guys. Dean says, dude, if anybody else, I mean anybody, pulled that kind of crap, I would stab them in their neck on principle. Why should I give him a free pass? Sam says, because it's Cass. Dean says, what are we supposed to be looking for down here? Sam says, "Uh, anything on case 1138. It was a class five infernal event. St. Louis, March 8th, 1957. Dean says, class five infernal event? Sam says, yeah, (laughs) see what are you laughing at (laughs) sounds dangerous okay i'm like why are you laughing (laughs) sam says yeah see the letters have this whole rating system the exorcist would have been a class two dean says all right so what makes this puppet show so special sam says it was weird dean says weird how sam says no clue one of the files just had a note written in the margin about room 7b and the word weird with three exclamation points Dean says, good times. So Sam finds the right box and inside is an envelope containing a projector reel. Sam says, yeah, got it. Dean says, Sammy, check this out. And he pushes back two sets of shelves to reveal an area with a devil's trap on the floor and manacles on the walls. Dean says, whoa. (laughs) Sam says, is that a devil's trap? It takes up half the room. These chains, they have spell work etched into them. Dean says, So we have a dungeon. Finally.
0: (laughs) He's very excited about
1: the dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) He says, what do you got there? And Sam says, movie night? So we cut to inside uh, a darkened room with a movie projector set up. It starts playing an old black and white home movie. Josie is on it. Um, She says, Simon, we're filming. Simon says, "Um, hello, world. Josie says, hello, earthlings. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Josie says, so this new ritual, we're going to see this new type of exorcism. How does it work? Simon says, I don't know. It's my first time. Sam says, wait, is that Abaddon? Um, The woman uh, on the footage is heard faintly whimpering. This must be the woman demon. I just did not write that down. Yeah,
0: the woman demon.
1: Okay. There's a woman demon there.
0: (laughs) <laughs> in she, all
1: those, you know, shackled chain situations. Yes. Yeah. And she is in fact whimpering. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dean says, it's not killy enough. Sam says, it's gotta be the uh the chick she possessed. The woman demon like screams and starts grunting. Father Looking Thompson real possessed like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Father Thompson says, hurry, we must do it now. The woman screams and grunts some more. She says, dead. They're all dead. Everyone you ever loved. Sam says, hey, those chains look exactly like the ones in our dungeon. (laughs) Huh. (laughs) Funny story. Cass, who is apparently with them, and I didn't write that earlier. I'm so sorry. Um, Cass is there. (laughs) He looks at Sam a bit surprised and says, and you're what? Dean says, demon on a leash. Cool. The woman demon, uh, continues to scream and grunt. uh, father Thompson and Simon start their exorcism. Um, the screen goes white and the body of the woman falls to the floor dead, uh, with her heart missing. Josie says she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, father Thompson and Simon are coughing. Josie says, where's the demon? Father Thompson says, stop filming. Josie says, what happened? Father Thompson says, will you just stop? And then the projector clicks and stops. Dean says, well, that was weird with three exclamation points. Sam says, that wasn't a normal exorcism. They changed the words. Cass says, I believe lustra is Latin for wash or cleanse. Dean says, oh yeah, because that was the most freaky thing with the vocabulary. Uh, what about the bloody high five or the chest burster? Anything else in the film, like a director's commentary, a sequel, maybe Sam says, yeah, listen to this. The older priest, Max Thompson, bit the dust in 58, but the younger one is still alive and still in St. Louis. Dean says, think this is the kind of weird. Uh, th- think this kind of weird is worth the drive. That's a weird sentence. <laughs> Sam says, Dean, everything in those folders, the possessions, the deals, all of it. We've seen that before, but that that was all new. Yeah, it's worth the drive. Dean says, all right, let's roll. Cass stands up with them. and Dean says, not you. Cass says, Sam is more damaged than I am. Dean says, yeah, well, you know, even banged up, Sammy comes through. Cass says, Dean, I, I just want to help. That's a
0: stab in the gut.
1: <laughs> I know. It hurt You're me a little a bit. Dick. I know. <clears throat> Don't be a dick to Cass. He's had problems. Like <laughs> He's got a few problems, but <laughs> he tries
0: at least. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's doing the right thing, which is kind of the redeeming factor for him. You know, like even if he totally like misses the like he just like misses the whole point of everything, like mm-hmm. at least trying because he thinks he's helping and doing the right thing, you know? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, Where am I? Dean says, we don't need your help. Just stay here and get better. So I was kind of glad that he was like, stay here, you know, the like, not like get out, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. I don't want to see you again, which, you know, he has been like in the past. So at least there was that like little piece of like, you know, I still love you, you know, and, and <laughs> Yeah, not, not even in a dusty L way. <laughs> just like,
0: Hey, I don't like absolutely hate you. I'm just pissed. You know? Yeah. Like
1: I still want you around. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we cut to inside uh, a church in St. Louis. Father Simon says, Father Thompson had some unorthodox ideas, which is why the men of letters were interested. Dean says, unorthodox, how? Sam says, what exactly do you mean saved? Did he say saved? No. What is happening with my notes? Okay, Um, father Simon says a demon is a human soul twisted and corrupted by its time in hell. Father Thompson believed that you could wash that taint away and restore their humanity. Dean says, so what they just stay in whatever schmuck they're possessing and get a ticket upstairs. Father Simon says, I wish I knew Sam says, okay, but this ritual can cure a demon. Father Simon says, I suppose if it worked, but that night something went terribly wrong. The demon escaped into the world and that poor old woman was horrible. I know father Thompson kept trying. There were other possessions, experiments, but I couldn't face that. Not again. And then a few months later, he was dead. Dean says, how'd that happen? Father Simon says, something tore him apart. Sam says, did he keep any, uh... and then he coughs. He tries again. He says, did he keep any records or, and then he coughs again. He says, uh, and then he clears his throat. I'm struggling, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Then he says, do you have a bathroom maybe? So father Simon points to the back of the church. Sam says, thanks. Father Simon says, is he all right? Dean says, uh, no Padre. He's pretty damn far from all right. That's why we're here. Father Simon says, I don't understand. Dean says, well, short story is uh, Sammy there is going to take whatever shredded your friend and every other black eyed bitch out there, and he's going to get rid of them for good. Father Simon says he is in his condition. Like, um, yeah, I would
0: believe that if he wasn't choking on his own saliva. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dean says, Father, over the past couple months, I've seen him do crap that I didn't even think was possible. I mean, sure, he's miserable and he's hurting, but you know what? There's not a doubt in my mind that he's going to cross that finish line, not one. So will you help us? Father Simon says, I'll get Father Thompson's things for you. Dean says, thank you. So we cut to inside a mini mart. Uh, Cass is shopping and picking up items that are Dean's favorite. Um, We got some jerky some beer some toilet paper and <laughs> a copy of busty asian beauties he's trying so hard he is he's doing the right thing he knows the way to dean's heart <laughs> <laughs> boob um,
0: jerky and poop time. <laughs> yeah,
1: and the problem with cash shopping is that he keeps dropping things on the floor and leaving them there. So or breaking things. So the clerk He's follows into everything. Him. Yeah, the clerk follows him around as he knocks things over and keeps saying, "Dude." Cass. <laughs> Cass says, "I I have money," <laughs> and Cass gets oh. to the register. Yeah, <laughs> Cass goes to the register and looks at a small pie stand. Uh, that is empty. Cass says, "Where's the pie?" Um, the cashier says, "I think we're out." Cass says, "You don't understand." And then he grabs the guy by the uh, like shirt and pulls him close. He's Cass says, "I need pie." <laughs> and then there's a the sound. It will not of, be a complete apology until I, I find know. the pie, man. <laughs> exactly so we hear the sound of rustling wings and suddenly metatron is there metatron says put the virgin down cass we need to talk (laughs) castiel says you're metatron the metatron metatron says yes in public it's marv cass says marv metatron says and you're castiel kevin tran told me about you cass says he did Metatron says, yeah, according to him, you and I have a lot in common. We're both free thinkers. We're both on heaven's most wanted list. I thought we could socialize, maybe grab a bite. Cass says, I don't have friends. (laughs) Yeah. Cass says, I'm sorry. We can, what? Metatron says, look, I've been on sabbatical. I'm trying to play catch up, uh, but I have to talk to somebody about what's going on back home. Cass says, and by home, you mean heaven. Metatron says, right, I've been looking around, crawling through a few divine nooks and crannies, and from what I can see, without the archangels, it's a mess up there. Open warfare. Cass says, I thought Naomi was running things now. Metatron says, "Uh, is that what she told you? I mean, Naomi's a player, don't get me wrong, just one of many. There are factions upon factions, all fighting, betraying each other. It's just a matter of time before they start ripping each other apart. It's all broken. Cass says i know i'm the one who broke it there was a time when i thought i could lead our people but i was mistaken i spilled so much blood and i've tried to atone for my sins and i did penance and i betrayed my friends to protect our secrets but i've just failed and now metatron says look i know but now the angels heaven need someone to come to the rescue they need us Cass says us Metatron says, yeah, just just picture it. We ride to the rescue, save the day, make a great story. Look, the angels are like a big dysfunctional family. We need to lock them all in a room until we work these problems out. All the factions, you, me. Cass says, what, like a big family meeting? Metatron says, exactly, which is why we have to shut down heaven. Cass says, what? Metatron says, do you like crepes? Castile says, Wait, Metatron says, Eugenie's in Ojai, I don't know if I said that right, uh, makes know. the yeah. <laughs> greatest caramel Ojai apple maybe? crepes. I think it is
0: maybe Ojai.
1: Ojai, okay. I don't remember. Um, he says, uh, Eugenie's in Ojai makes the greatest caramel apple crepes, and then Metatron disappears. Cass says, Metatron, Marv. <laughs> so we got to inside hello. the bunker. I know, hello, anyone there? <laughs> um sam says i can't find Cass. you think he blew town dean says sounds like him so it turns out that uh father thompson recorded all of his demon cure tests this one here this is the last one two days before he died so dean starts playing the recording father thompson says uh the date is august 3rd 1958 this is trial 19 hour one my subject is peter kent Mr. Kent is the father of two young sons, and three weeks ago, he was possessed by a demon. I'm going to ask you a question now. When you crawled into Mr. Kent and ate his children, how did it feel? Peter Kent, the demon, says orgasmic, which I just find inappropriate.
0: What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. (laughs) Father Thompson injects something into the demon's neck, and he says, the first dose has been administered. Dean says, do we know what Padre was dosing number one dad up with? Uh, Sam says, "Uh, yeah, his own purified blood. Dean says, purified how? Sam says, before he started, Father Thompson went to confession. So we cut to some time later. uh, Father Thompson says, this is trial 19, hour two. Um, Peter Kent, the demon, is still snarling. Father Thompson says, when you ate his children, how did it feel? Peter Kent says, stringy. And then he screams. Yeah. And then he screams as Father Thompson injects the demon again. Father Thompson says, the second dose has been administered. Hour four. We cut to sometime later. Father Thompson says again, when you ate his children, Peter Kent says, kiss my ass. And father Thompson says, how did it feel? Peter Kent says soft. And then he screams again as father Thompson injects, injects him again. Father Thompson says the sixth dose has been administered. Peter Kent says, stop. Father Thompson says how Peter Thompson says, please. And then he screams again. Father Thompson said, did it? Peter Kent. Screams some more, and Father Thompson injects him again. Father Thompson says, Feel. And Peter Kent says, Stop. And then the, his demon black eyes go back to human. Uh, father Thompson says, Hour eight. The subject is prepped. Uh, the father tosses holy water onto Peter, who sizzles for a while. Uh, Peter says, Ah! ah. <laughs> 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 I'd probably make some pretty weird noises if I was all demony and getting the holy, the holy water. I almost said oh, yeah. holy oil. Holy I'm sure oil. that would suck too. Yeah. Um, Father Thompson uh, does his exorcism and then cuts his own hand and slaps it over Peter's open mouth. Um, pa- Father Thompson says, "When you ate his children, how did it feel?" Peter Kent says, "They were screaming, and I laughed. Why did I laugh?" I'm sorry i'm so sorry god I was a monster father thompson says but now you are a man again and you have been saved sam says did he just cure a demon dean says maybe Could we take this hoodoo on a test drive sam says uh i mean i have the exorcism right here all we need is the blood consecrated ground and a demon so what we summon a demon trap it Dean says or we could use the one we've already tagged do we still have dad's old army field surgeons kit Sam says it's in the trunk why (laughs) and Dean says yeah I I happen to have the answer I know exactly (laughs) this really old thing yeah (laughs) Dean says yeah I think it's time we put Humpty Dumpty back together again so it cuts you inside a small cafe. Uh, we hear the sound of feathers rustling. And suddenly Cass and Metatron are there. Cass says, why did you leave? Metatron says, I can't have this conversation on an empty stomach. A waitress comes up and says, here you go. And gives him some food. Metatron says, thank you. The waitress turns to Cass and says, can I get you anything? Cass says, coffee, please. The waitress says, sure. Cool coat. Cass says, no, actually, it's quite warm. Stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but oh my God. <laughs> uh, no. The waitress says,
1: cute and funny. Okay. <laughs> and Cass looks very confused. Metatron says, I should have picked a better looking vessel.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cass he's says a little
0: bit like put out that he's yeah, not in on. You know?
1: Exactly. Uh, I mean, Cass is dreamy in the words I mean, of Charlie yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um let's see Cass says what did you mean we can shut down heaven metatron says oh you know the trials god's little pull in case of emergency the leviathans get out of control you put them in purgatory demons get a little too demonic toss them into hell angels get uppity slam the pearly gates Cass says are you saying you know the trials to close heaven Metatron says, I wrote them down. It's not something you forget. Look, I think a little alone time would be good for the angels. At the very least, it would uh, stop the fighting up there from spilling out down here, which will happen. It always does. Cass says, you're gonna complete these tests? Metatron says, no, I can't. I am a pencil pusher, always have been. I'm not strong enough, but you, you are a warrior. I've got the plan, you've got the muscle. We can do this. Heaven needs your help, Castiel. Cass says, I am the one that caused these problems. I should be the one that fixes them. Metatron says, but you understand this is uh not going to be easy. Cass says, I understand. Metatron says, no, you don't. See our waitress? She's the first trial. Gotta cut her heart out. Cass says, what? No, she's she's just a girl. Metatron says, no, she isn't. She's a Nephilim, an abomination. Um, I'm not sure if I'm saying Nephilim right. I've heard it say, said like eight different ways, but I'm just going to go with I this think way. It's Nephilim. Okay. From that's what I'm going to do.
0: The show said they say Nephilim or something like that, but it's Nephilim. If you, I think yeah. from what I've been told from like pastors and stuff, because it's kind okay. of the, I mean, it is in the Bible. So.
1: Okay. I don't know. Cass but. says she's the offspring of an angel and a human. I thought that wasn't allowed. Metatron says, it's not. There's only one on earth and you are looking at it. Cass says, but she didn't choose to be a Nephilim. So she's innocent. Metatron says, yes, she is. I told you it wasn't going to be easy, but if you want to do this, Castiel, if you really want to do this, you got to ask yourself, what's more important, her life or your family? So we cut back to the bunker. Sam says, so you really think this will work? Dean says, dude, we got needles. We got thread. We've seen young Frankenstein about a thousand times. Yeah, we're golden. Sam says, ugh, this is going to be disgusting. Dean says, "Uh uh-huh. So we cut to some time later. Sam finishes sewing Abaddon's head back on. (laughs) After a moment, she wakes up. Abaddon uh, cracks her head, and sighs in relief, and says, morning, sunshines. Dean says, it worked. You owe me a beer. (laughs) 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 They're Uh probably
0: like sitting there betting each other. You think it's going to work? I don't know. I'll bet you 10 bucks, you know? (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Abaddon says, and I owe you both so, so much. I can't wait to tear out those pretty green eyes. Sam says, good luck with that. And then Abaddon notices that she doesn't have any hands. (laughs) They are stumps. <laughs> Dean says, we figured Kitty didn't need her claws. Abaddon says, then I'll stump you to death. It'll be swell. And she tries to move, but can't. Sam says, yeah, that's not going to happen either. The bullet, remember? Like, um, why would you
0: remind her of that? Like, Well, because she, she's like, she's
1: like stuck in her chair, but she like, can't, she can't even like wiggle. You know what well, I mean? Well, I know, but
0: like, that's the thing is, it's like, here's exactly what you know you need to fix right sort of th- you know like i don't know yeah. to me it was just like she probably didn't remember like don't tell her that like just let her be stuck there you know like why yeah. do you need to give her information yeah you
1: know? <laughs> yeah you're right you're right um do, 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 do. dean says so you sit there like a good little bitch we're gonna consecrate the ground and you're gonna get to fessing up Abaddon says, oh, I know this tune. Sam says, I doubt that. Abaddon says, Father Max Thompson, born October 12th, 1910, died August 5th, 1958. Who do you think ripped him apart? Word got back to home office that Maxie was messing with things. So we made it an example. It wasn't my most artful kill, but it was effective. And bonus, before he died, he told me all about Josie Sands. I found her and I wrote her into the men of letters and what I did to them. That was art. Sam says, so, you know, what Max was doing. Abaddon says, fellas, scream the basics, but it'll never work. Dean says, you keep telling yourself that Sam's cell phone rings with the number six, (laughs) six, six, which sounds a little supernatural. If you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) It's Crowley. He he says, Hello, boy. Sam says, Crowley. Abaddon says, Crowley, the salesman? Dean says, Try the king of hell. Abaddon says, This is a joke, right? (laughs) Dean says, Stay. And the boys leave the room. Abaddon starts looking around and sees a box containing her hands and wills one of them from the box and makes it come towards her. Why would you keep her hands next to her? I think that's really stupid. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are really stupid that happen. (laughs) That's true. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so back with the boys, Uh, Sam says, hold on. Um, uh, I don't know what I wrote here, so I'm just going to keep going. Sam says, how did you get this number? Crowley says, ah, first things first, what are you wearing? (laughs) Gotta love Crowley. Uh, Khakis? (laughs) Dean says, "Oh, said, okay, was hideous."
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love the commercial.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yep. Okay. Dean says, "Oh, okay. Hang it up now. Hang up." Crowley says, "Fine. This isn't a social call. I was wondering. You lads been reading the papers, say Denver Times from yesterday? No. Well, you should. It's side splitting." Uh, what the hell? I'm sexting you an address. Check it out. <laughs> then we'll talk. Cheerio. Oh, Crowley. Sam says, yeah. <laughs> Sam says, wait, what? Crowley? Um, uh, back to Abaddon. Uh, she is willing her hand towards her and makes it jump onto her shoulder, uh, then makes it reach into her mouth and dig the bullet out of the roof of her mouth. Which sounds yep. uncomfortable and weird and fine. they
0: told her where it was so what did they expect
1: yep that's true um back with sam and dean dean says here it is Fix name is tommy collins tommy why do i know that name sam says well tommy collins we saved him from a wendigo like forever ago dean says okay and what you think that crowley blew his head off well what are we dealing with here some sort of demon wendigo team up sam says i oh, don't know clue Dean says, all right, well, we'll pour one out for Tommy later. As far as Crowley goes, screw him. We got everything we need to put him in a permanent timeout. So Sam and Dean walk back into the room to find Abaddon missing. Total shocker. Dean says, no, 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 she's gone. She's son of a bitch. Sam picks the bullet up off the floor and says, Dean. And then his cell phone chimes. Sam says, it's a text message from Crowley, an address in Prosperity, Indiana. Dean says, Prosperity? Didn't we work a case there? Yeah, yeah, the one with the witches and the baked goods. So what, he's going after somebody there now? Sam says, I don't know. We got to check it out. Dean says, well, you know it's a trap. Sam says, of course it's a trap, but a trap means demons, and we could use one right now. So we cut to Prosperity, Indiana. The boys go inside an apartment. Uh, they look around. There is a crispy body hanging out of the oven. Yuck. Yeah. Dean says, Sam. Sam says, Is that Jenny? And then we get a flashback to when they previously saved her. Um, Dean says, You were a great gal, Jenny Klein. Sam's phone rings again. It's Crowley. He says, Hey, Sam says what the hell are you doing Crowley? Crowley says oh Moosey isn't it obvious I'm killing everyone you ever saved the damsels in distress the innocent whippersnappers the would be vampire chow all of them. Dean says how do you even know and then we see that Crowley has been reading Chuck Shirley's supernatural books.
0: You just can't get enough of the Winchesters. (laughs) I know.
1: It's a little obsessive if you ask me. (laughs) Crowley says, I have my sources and a cracking research team. When you boys hit a town, you tend to leave a mess. Now you're probably wondering why my droogs aren't in there giving you the bums rush. So let's brass these tacks, shall we? I'm going to gut one person every 12 hours until you bring me the demon tablet and stop this whole trials nonsense. Sam says, We don't have the tablet. Kevin took it. And Crowley says, I took Kevin. Then someone took him back. Word from the cloud is that it wasn't heaven. So either the cutest little prophet in the world is with you two lads, or you better find him tout bloody sweet. Toot bloody sweet? sweet? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because time, she is a wasting. About now, you're thinking of ways to stop me. You won't be able to, but you'll try because that's what you do. You. You try. So <laughs> time for disgusted an- <laughs> by the yeah. try. <laughs> He seems perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> so time for an object lesson. Indianapolis, uh, the Ivy Motel, room one sixteen. You have fifty seven minutes, and then he hangs up. Sam and Dean look at each other and run to the car. So we cut to Cass and Metatron watching the restaurant uh, from earlier being closed up by the Nephilim. Metatron says, "What's it going to be, Castiel?" We cut to Sam and Dean at a motel. Sam knocks on a room door. Um, the door opens and it is Sarah. Um, I can't remember what, I didn't write down what episode. Normally I do. She's from, was she's from, from like the, season
0: one, I think. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like Providence or something, I think is the name of it. I don't remember. It was the one with the haunted the painting. painting. Yeah, the painting and the little girl with the, with the uh, scalpel or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Sam says, Sarah, and she opens the door all the way and says, Sam, and then we get a flashback to her and Sam being introduced. Uh, We see them fighting the evil spirit, and then we see them smooching. (laughs) Ooh la la. (laughs) I know. Back in real time, Sarah says, what's going on? So we cut back to Cass and Metatron following the Nephilim as she walks somewhere. Uh, She stops walking, turns around, and says, I know what you are. I could see your halos. Metatron says, and we know what you are, abomination, which I'm um,
0: rude. Okay. I know. Really? Right. Yeah, like, God, <laughs> like I'm pretty sure she's probably gotten that her whole life. Like she knows. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not cool. Um, the woman says, please. I'm not. I try to be nice. I just want to live my life. Cass says, we know. I'm sorry. The woman says, you will be. And then she grabs Cass and throws him at a fence, and his blade clatters to the ground. Cass grunts and cries out when he hits the ground. Her <laughs> eyes, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Her <laughs> eyes glow white as she grabs him again and throws him at a nearby dumpster. Um, the woman says, having fun. Metatron grabs the girl by her collar and punches her face, but she smirks and she grabs him and throws him over the bench, and he hits the fence. She grabs. <laughs> I got sick of writing Metatron and just wrote Meta here, but <laughs> that's like Facebook now or something. So I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like the company. Anyway, she grabs Meta by the throat <laughs> um, and holds him against the fence. She says, "You want an abomination? I'll show you an abomination." Metatron is choking, and then Cass stabs her in the neck, and uh, the light in her eyes go goes out, and she dies. So we cut back to the Ivy Motel. Sarah says, so a demon named Crowley is going to kill me in 16 minutes. Sam says, no, no, he's not. And there's a knock on the door. It's Dean. He says, Sarah, long time. What are you doing in Indy? Sarah says, I was scouting an estate sale for my dad. Dean says, oh, okay. Sam says, look, we're going to put devil's traps everywhere. The windows, the door. We've got holy water and exorcism ready to play on a loop, and anything that comes through that door, it's meat. Look, I know this is insane, but insane is kind of what we do. We'll keep you safe. Sarah says, "Okay." This <laughs> is just like, been there, done that. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. <You know>, like- <laughs> yeah. Dean says, "Okay, that's it." Sarah says, "You've done it before." So Dean starts spraying wards on the windows. Um, Sam notices a wedding ring on Sarah's finger. He says, that's new Sarah, Sarah, which I think is a little awkward. Like that's a weird way to just like hop into that conversation. Like, yes, it's been many years, but like, still like,
0: like, yeah, but like, what? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. Sarah (laughs) says, yeah, his name is Ian. He works search and rescue. Guess I have a type. Her daughter, (laughs) Bess, she'll be one in a month. Sam says, that's a great. I mean it. I'm really, I'm really happy for you. Sarah says, thanks, Sam. And what about you? Sam says, me? Pretty much the same, I guess. Sarah says, no, you're not. You're not the same. Look, it's been years, and I can't even imagine the things you've been through. But I don't know. You just seem more focused, confident, like like you know what you want. You grew up, Sam.
0: He's been through some shit.
1: He has been through some shit. And then Sarah says, I do miss the old haircut, though. And then they both laugh. Uh Dean's phone rings and he answers it and says, Crowley. Crowley says, Five, four. I don't know the rest of those words. Trios? zway Uno? I do know Uno. <laughs> <laughs> uno. <laughs> uno. <laughs> and then Sarah starts gagging. Sam says, Sarah, hey, 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 can you hear me? Sarah. Crowley says, She's dying, and there's nothing you can do about it. Dean says, You son of a bitch. Crowley says, son of a witch, actually. My mommy taught me a few tricks. Sam says, it's a spell. Find the hex bag. So the boys spend some time tearing the room apart. Uh, While Sarah chokes. Um, Crowley says, I thought of sending in a few of my bruisers, really letting them go to town. But then, well, trial one was kill a hellhound. Trial two was rescue a soul from the pit. So from here on, I'm going to keep everything hell-related demons, etc., away from you. Safe side and all that. Plus, I just thought it seemed fitting. From what I understand, Sammy took that bird's breath away. What's the line? Saving people, hunting things, the family business. Well, I think the people you save, they're how you justify your pathetic little lives. The alcoholism, the collateral damage, the pain you've caused. The one thing that allows you to sleep at night. The one thing... Is knowing that these folks are out there, still out there, happy and healthy because of you, you great big bloody heroes. <laughs> it's so salty. <laughs> I know. It was a uh, not that big of a diss there, Crowley. But that's I fine. know. Like ooh, you told them? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Sam says to Sarah, "Hey, hey, you're gonna be okay." Crowley says, "Sarah, they're your life's work." And I'm going to rip it apart piece by piece because I can, because you can't stop me. And because when they're all gone, what will you have left? Sam says, no, 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 please. No. And then very sadly, Sarah dies. Crowley says, you want to keep those people alive. I want complete and utter surrender. The tablet, the trials, you'll give them up or we'll keep doing this dance. Your choice, my darlings. And he hangs up the phone. Dean throws the phone across the room and it breaks and a hex bag pops out, which um, it looked like a big hex bag coming out of a little phone. So I, I just want to know, like, what? How? It- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I suppose it's all magic and shit, but like, <laughs> just I was like, how that in there? Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. It seemed like it, the the hex bag was bigger than the phone that it was hiding in.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we cut to the boys in the bunker. Dean says, you okay? Sam says, what do you think? Dean says, look, I know it's bad right now. Okay. But we stick to the plan. We shut down hell. Sam says, how exactly? Dean says, we get a demon. Sam says, you heard Crowley. He's not going to let one near us. And without a demon, all we can do is sit back and watch people. We know people we saved die. Like Sarah Dean says, so what are you saying? Sam says, I'm saying maybe this isn't one we can win. Maybe we should just take the deal. Dean says, we'll figure this out. We will. Man, we'll get it done. We'll kick it in the ass like we always do. Are you with me? Sam looks pretty unsure. And credits.
0: Okay, so I would just like to say that we are back together again. But it's also been like a month <laughs> Since we did the first part of this episode yeah yeah
1: so so if we repeat something like an opinion like uh from the first half of the episode like I am sorry like we don't remember I don't anything I do remember much about this episode like, <laughs> nope yeah so nope we were like looking up some stuff
0: going I wrote this down I don't know what it means, but I wrote it down, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so it must have been important at the time, you know, but yeah, so, (laughs) my thoughts that I have that I remember from this episode (laughs) are that Dean is a dick, (laughs) and he's treating Cass like he's a bad puppy that needs to be, like, swatted with a newspaper, you know, like, he's just, like, rubbing his nose in it, he's, like, rubbing his nose in his shit too much, you know, (laughs) like,
1: yeah, like, Which, like get over it. Like, learn like, how to deal with your shit. Yeah, like... Like, yeah, Cass fucked up. Like, yeah. he does that a lot. Like, yeah. he, he has very good intentions. Yeah, you know? he always
0: has good intentions when he does the stupid shit, but he just, like, doesn't realize that, like, the stupid shit is the stupid shit at the time until after it's happened. Yeah,
1: and, like, (laughs) Dean, like, really should understand that by now. Oh, you would think.
0: He'd be like, he's just not right, you know, like, and you can't blame him for that, you know. But, yeah, so I was kind of, like, this whole episode, Dean just kind of, like, pissed me off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, also... Um, Cass is way too gullible for his own good. (laughs) I don't remember what he's gullible about in this episode. I think there was something... Oh, let me... I think this is just, like, an overarching statement...
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: And I'm sure something in the episode triggered it, but, like, he just, like, doesn't get it a lot,
1: (laughs) you know? Yeah, he's so easily manipulated by other people. I think that's
0: what it was, is the whole, like, Metatron, Nephilim thing. Mm -hmm. Like, and just, like, just seemingly just flying by the seat of his pants and just there's somebody else telling him what to do and he doesn't even question it, you know? like.
1: (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like, he, like, most of his life...
0: He's just been told what to do. Yeah, like, and he was, you know,
1: a a soldier that, Mm -hmm. you know, did what he was told, and Mm -hmm. that's life for him, so, you know, maybe a lot of other angels would be that way, too, in his situation now, you know, being unconnected to heaven, and...
0: But it seems like
1: all the other angels that
0: we've met so far, at least, like... Are
1: manipulating him.
0: They're manipulating him, and they know that he's a little off, you know, Yeah. But, like, they also get, like, the culture references and all those different things. Like, even if they haven't, like, been around, they at least, like, pick them up, or they know, like, oh, maybe I don't know, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut instead of, like, I don't understand that reference. You know, I just, like... (laughs) Yeah, throwing yourself under the bus. You know? <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah that makes sense. I don't know. And then also, okay, so when with the whole like Sarah thing, like, did they think about just like taking her away from the room that has the hex bag in it, or do you think that that would well also? So there, this is kind of like a two parter. Do you think they even thought about trying to just like move her away from the hex bag, or like, and also, would that even do anything, you know? Well,
1: I mean, it was in, it was what? It was in Dean's phone. It was in the, f- right? I in, don't think
0: it was in Dean's phone. I think it was in the room phone.
1: For I don't the think hotel so. room. I think it was, I think it was the, uh, maybe you're right. Because when he threw my... it, it
0: shattered and it was like a big thing and it had a bunch of like, like the back piece for like, oh, whatever, okay. you know.
1: I remember thinking um, that like, wow, that phone is bigger than I think a cell phone is. So maybe you're right. And um, I think at this
0: point, because this was, like, 2013, I think they had, like, at least the equivalent of, like, a Blackberry or something by then. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're just, like, talking Nokia bricks, you know? Like right, <laughs> right. Yeah. But, so, I, yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't have the thought that they should get her out of the room, so. I just kind
0: of wonder, like, I don't know if I had the thought while we I was watching the episode or if it was, like, kind of after, because it was literally the ra- last thing that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like... Would that even do anything, you know, like, is that something that (laughs) would help or just hurt the situation because now you're just farther away from trying to find the thing that you need to find, you know, like...
1: Right, yeah, I don't know, like, what kind of, like, proximity you need to be, like, from a hex bag for it to be Because it usually has to
0: be at least in the same room.
1: Yeah, that's what we've seen so seen so so far. Right, so, I don't know.
0: And I don't know, like, if we see anything otherwise, like... Spoiler, not spoiler alert, you know? Like, I don't think it's different, yeah, really, anywhere so. else. It's, like, either with the person somehow or, like, in their car with them or in the room or mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: The things to ponder. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I wonder. I mean, it would have been something to try, for sure, if anyone yeah. had thought of it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, just run real fast, real
1: far. <laughs> like, yeah. See if it helps.
0: You know, at a certain point, if you can't find the bag, just try and get away from it, maybe.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Maybe once it's like is locked onto you, like it, it doesn't Maybe matter. once it's
0: activated, then yeah. <laughs> it just is what it is, you yeah. know? <laughs> maybe it's got to be in close proximity to like, be activated and then once it's activated you're just screwed no matter what unless you destroy it or whatever you know Mm -hmm. so yeah also i was kind of surprised that they didn't like try and burn it even though like yeah she was technically dead at the time like i was like i would be the one that's like well i'm gonna destroy it anyway Mm -hmm. just out of principle but like In the slight hopes that that might actually help, you know,
1: like... Also, we probably talked about this before. Uh, I think maybe we have, but, like, have we ever seen them do CPR? Nope.
0: We talked about this before, a while back, I think. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Like, I I think, like, in this situation, you would probably try CPR.
0: (laughs) I know, because, like, she was, like, choking or something, you know? Like, burn the hex bag and do some CPR Mm -hmm. and just... See what happens, you know. Yeah. like, She hasn't been dead for that long, so I don't know. Although I'm sure like magical death is definitely different than that's true. <laughs> you know, just like somebody just stopping breathing, you know. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was kind of like a whole like, I think I don't even know like what was going through my head at the time, but I'm like, why would they not try this? You know, <laughs> like I don't know, didn't even It wouldn't have occurred to me, probably, any other time, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it's fine. (laughs) Um, So, what was your favorite moment from this episode?
1: Okay, this is a little weird. (laughs) There's a lot of moments in this episode that were notable, but um, uh, one thing that I enjoyed (laughs) was um, poor, sweet Baker Jenny in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and she was fried. it's so funny. Like when you think about it, like that probably wasn't the same actress. Cause it's not like you saw her head. You just saw like Oh, it
0: could be a body double easy. Oh yeah. You, you just know. saw like the
1: back of her hanging out of the oven all crispy. You know like, like as
0: long as the hair is somewhat mm-hmm. similar and the body type somewhat similar, like mm-hmm. you can put some, like, burnt-looking things on anybody and call them Jenny, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: it doesn't I did matter. I think it was interesting that they chose her out of all the people they've saved in the past yeah. to come back to, when she was barely a blip in, like, yeah. whatever storyline she was a part of. Yeah. You know? Like, just, like, a minute or two. Like, yeah. she, wasn't, she wasn't a big deal. Like, yeah. Sarah was, like, a whole episode. Yeah. You know? So, like, I get that. Um, I thought it was weird
0: that they didn't put them in order, either. Like, obviously, Tommy, like, that was episode
1: two, right? So,
0: like, okay, that would make sense for that to go first. Sure. But, like, Sarah was definitely well before Jenny. Yes.
1: Yes. So, I think that, I think they just needed, like, another They're
0: just like, person. pick one out of a hat. They probably did. They probably just like threw a bunch of them in a hat and <laughs>
1: just picked one. You know? Yeah. They're probably like, oh, we can just <laughs> burn her and no one will have to know that it's not really this actress. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we'll just give some flashbacks so they remember her, you know. Like, yeah. But, um, uh, but I did uh, I did find it amusing, her in the oven for some reason. <laughs> um, I actually really like the actress that played Jenny. You mm-hmm. know, she's like a Hallmark girl now, yeah. and you know, I, I watch Hallmark movies, so like it's yeah, you know, fun yeah. in that way. You know, actually, the, I think I said this earlier in the first half of the episode. Um, but the girl who plays um Sarah is also a Hallmark girl in a lot of their movies. So, okay, so that's fun.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. I just know her. I know not Je- not Sarah, but Jenny, um, from Heartland, and she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! <laughs> like she's like the main bitch in the in the whole series, at least for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. So now I'm always like, I just like expect her to be snotty yeah and everything well in the homework know?
1: movie she is you know very sweet and oh yeah like and, i'm yeah.
0: sure as a person she's a great person but like i just from watching her only in heartland to like now anything else i'm like when's the other shoe gonna drop you know like <laughs> waiting for it yeah. you know like waiting
1: Sounds know? funny so yeah that's that <laughs> so what was your favorite moment
0: Um, I liked it when Cass was trying to go shopping and like, cause you know, Dean was like, oh, we need to get groceries or whatever. And like, cause like he ended up giving Sam like some beer, some like jerky and some peanut butter cups or something for like breakfast or like a meal or whatever, you know? And so Cass was like trying to help and was sitting there going, okay, you know, like I'm going to go shopping for all these things. And then he's like talking to the um uh, the checker and was like where's the pie you know Mm -hmm. and like the guy's like I don't think we have any pie and he's like but I need the pie you know like (laughs) I need pie." you don't understand I need pie you know it's like okay but it was it was kind of it was hilarious but also kind of like he was trying so hard you know (laughs) like I messed up here's some food
1: you know, like <laughs> one thing I've noticed about this series is that mm-hmm. like like there's been a couple times that Sam and Dean have ended up ended up in an actual grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's like a
0: mini mart, it's or something. a mini mart. It's mm-hmm. like a
1: gas station like a large gas station, mm-hmm. you know, shopping. I don't remember thing. a grocery store. At the one where um they had that shifter baby. And oh growing, yeah like, yeah supplies. yeah yeah they were definitely in mm-hmm. a grocery store it was
0: like a not definitely le- not like a fred meyer or a safeway or whatever but like a smaller you know yeah. still a grocery store yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah, but yeah. definitely smaller
1: yeah so um um yeah i thought that was weird also like i've been in plenty of gas station or mini marts or mm-hmm. you know just oh, like, yeah. mini marts in general mm-hmm. and i don't remember ever seeing pie I don't you know, think I've seen pie I have before. seen
0: those little like the things like what they have at McDonald's the little like oh what are they they're like they look like hot pockets but they're pie.
1: Mhm. I've seen yes, I've seen those I've there seen too. seen
0: those. Yeah, but not like but I mean pie. This, no not pie pie, but I mean that would like
1: it's close. Although, it is pie, you know. One of the mistakes i've made in a a gas station mini mart was in please tell me you didn't get sushi (laughs) uh, no but uh, uh, close oh no i was in um northern idaho okay okay and i was in um some back fucking roads that's not hard to find in north idaho true right There's, there's nobody around there's nothing around but like Fields of cows and <laughs> and like um, nothing against North Idaho. Like know. one of my good friends
0: is from North Idaho, and like I would live there. Mm-hmm.
1: It's totally
0: fine with me. But yeah, not much there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So I was so we stopped at a, a gas station for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Probably good guess. And, <laughs> and um, I was like, I'm gonna go inside and see. Like I I think I wanted more cigarettes or like whatever. Uh, and um, they had like homemade. Deviled eggs. And I was like, "Mm hmm. (laughs) You did it.
0: (laughs) You did it. (laughs) I did it. I did it. I'm like, (laughs) that look, I know that means that I did
1: the thing. did it and, and you know what it turned out just fine oh yeah but they were like whoever was like, like oh, those small like small
0: town things like you mm-hmm. they'll have like you know oh a local person will like oh this is my like specialty that I like make cupcakes or whatever you know yeah. like and they'll like sell it at like a gas station or something like that because mm-hmm. that's who will let them sell it there you right, know yeah yeah it was so, totally fine I yeah
1: was, you know it was just like a little like four pack you know and uh-huh. I was, was just like like are two eggs gonna kill me? Like mm, probably not. Yeah, like I'm. Probably Might make fine. you a little
0: sick, but it won't kill you. you
1: yeah. know? <laughs> so it was, it was fine. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like dated and yeah, you know, yeah. They were
0: professional about it. It's not like they were. Here's yeah. some random eggs on a platter. Do you want to take a couple? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: no, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I know, but but now in my like wiser, older age, and by that I mean super paranoia, like. <laughs> Like, I probably (laughs) wouldn't have made that same decision, but it it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I,
0: that's one of those that, like, it would depend on the mood that I was in, you know, like, Mm -hmm. if I, I don't know, if somebody else was doing it, I'd probably be like, well, let's just puke together, you know, (laughs) I'll do it too, you know, on my own depends on like the packaging mostly mm-hmm. i think Yeah. so
1: yeah yeah i mean so like i had just gotten done uh hanging out in a i'm sure i've told the story but like in a um a, a nudist colonies hot springs <laughs> like that was the reason we were there we had to like hike up this steep ass hill for like 20 minutes to get to these like hot springs and they were uh-huh. like they were like these like Pools, there was like a little waterfall down to another pool, uh-huh. and like that. There's a couple of those pools, and mm-hmm. um, you know, very well, um, like kept up, like it's clean, you know, mm-hmm. it's all no like litter anywhere, and um, and like just like everybody got naked. Like, I was, like, it, was it was me, <laughs> like, wait, hold on, it was this. and the dumbass I was dating and his <laughs> brother his older brother who was my same age yeah and his girlfriend and like they just they just all started taking their clothes off and I was like I've never done this before you like,
0: know like I don't know what
1: to do like <laughs> i have like skinny dipped at night but this
0: is daylight it was
1: <laughs> like the daytime like, like you like, can't escape anything yeah, like, I was just like, oh, yeah I was like okay you know what like this is fine. And, like, I'm going to do this, you mm-hmm. know? So like, I yeah. get, like got all naked and <laughs> sit in the pool and like we're just hanging out and everything's fine and then it starts to hail. Oh no. <laughs> hard hail big hail (laughs) on my naked body like like
0: getting pelted with golf balls you know
1: i was like this is weird like
0: (laughs) like i don't like this anymore yeah so we tried to
1: like get under the water to like save some of your body yeah Yeah. like just like the whole experience was strange like (laughs) i had to like sit on the edge of like the waterfall and like to pee, you know, like that's where you peed in, like this little like seat thing, like <laughs> where the water goes over, and like you pee, and it, you could just like watch it go down into the next pool. <laughs> just like,
0: mm. let's be real, everybody pees in the pool, and if you say you don't, you're a liar.
1: Yeah, I mean, like it is way better than squatting in a bush on a, I know, know like a very <laughs> steep hill. Like, yeah.
0: Well, and not only that, but like, okay, most pools, obviously not a hot spring, but like most pools. I mean, well, I guess it depends on the hot springs. Like, if it's, like, one of those where they pump water in from a hot spring, Mm -hmm. then, yeah, there's going to be chlorine in there, probably, for sure. But, like, (laughs) at least some variety of chlorine, because there's too many people in it. But, like, out in, like, a lake or something, would I pee in it? For sure. Mm -hmm. Fish pee and poop in there. Why can't I pee in there? I'm not going to poop in there, but, like, you know, like... (laughs) But, like, everybody pees. And, like, I feel like... Everybody in their life, whether they will admit it to themselves or not, has peed in a pool. Yeah. And I will fight you on that. You know, like like there is no way that there hasn't been one time you're like the bathroom's pretty far away and it's cold out here. I'm just gonna pee in the pool because hey, it's chlorinated. You know, yeah. Like? Yeah. And also, like, pee in your body is sterile. So when it leaves, like, whatever it's mixing with is the only thing that's gonna contaminate it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So like. If that's chlorine. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Whatever, you know. Yeah.
1: I have actually never peed in a public pool, like at a chlorinated pool ever. I don't not, have any but like, like not
0: peed in a pool or a lake or a oh, hot definitely tub in or, a lake, yeah. in the ocean
1: and all that. Yeah. But I mean like in a in a chlorinated area like pool, hot tub, huh. whatever, anything. I haven't. Yeah.
0: I I don't think have I pulled it have I pooled? <laughs> have I peed in a hot tub? I don't know. It just seems I feel so like little. that seems, like, too little of yeah. a, you know, like, yeah, I don't think I have. It's very possible, but I don't think I have. Definitely in pools, though. I mean, that's, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons of water. Like, mm-hmm. one little pee puddle is not gonna make a difference, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, for sure. But, anyways, Yeah.
1: I'm not sure how I got here. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: don't. <laughs> I think it was something to do with my favorite moment, obviously, but I don't, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go with it. So, <laughs> 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 our interesting facts from this one, um, it says, Sam and Dean originally saved Sarah from a haunted painting in season one, Providence, mm-hmm. um, from 2006,
1: um, in season one.
0: Okay, but this is season one. I think season one was 2005.
1: That's what I think, too. Maybe it started because at the, like, end of 2005. Maybe. And, like continued into 2006. I don't know. Possibly. That's just my guess.
0: Because in the next one, it says, Sam and Dean originally saved Tommy in season one, episode two, Wendigo, from 2005. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think Providence is that far away from Wendigo.
1: I gotta be honest. I did not recognize him. Remember. You know, not really? that you, yeah, not that you spend a lot of time with him in he was that episode. A, oh,
0: you because do at the end because the he end was the one that was like strung up and still alive. Yeah, but
1: that's still maybe ten minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. He spent true. so much time with his sister. Yeah, you know, and so and it, it was dark in those caves. Yeah, and you know he's running and Sam is hiding him. You know, yeah, like just, or he was covered in blood. Yeah, you know, like so I just didn't recognize yeah. him, like having aged you know?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Well, I think for me, is like, part of, I think, well, two parts, like, because that was, like, the person they were saving that episode, mm-hmm. like, he was, like, brought up a lot, and I think, for me, because I know the actor already, mm-hmm. it was, like, oh, that's this person, so, like, I remember that he was in that episode, because, first of all, it's the one that creeps me out the most, and second right. of all, I know the actor in it, you know, so, yeah, that's probably the only reason why I remember if it mm-hmm. was, like, literally anybody else, I probably would be like, eh. you no, know, yeah. <laughs> like, no idea, you know. Yeah. So, um, so it says, Sam and Dean originally saved Jenny in Season 7, Episode 5, Shut Up, Dr. Phil, from 2011. Um, it says, during a call to Sam and Dean, Crowley mentions his droogs. Um, this is a reference to Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange from 1971. Hmm. It sounds familiar, like I I know the title but I don't know. I can like anything. recognize
1: the main character and like the movie posters and stuff but I I never watched it myself. Yeah,
0: like it sounds familiar because I've heard other people talk about it but I know nothing about it. Mhm. <laughs> um. Uh. It says, Sam says that they need to find a case number eleven thirty eight, um, which is a nod to George Lucas's first film THX eleven thirty eight from nineteen seventy one. Um, The numbers 1138 are also seen throughout the Star Wars universe, Hmm. which I don't know Star Wars well enough to know that. No, me neither. (laughs) Um, This says the title of the episode is the name for a classic TV episode format. Um, In a traditional clip show, the writers use a throwaway plot to remind viewers of past episodes. Um, This was helpful for catching people up since episodes weren't available on demand. Um, Stargate, Sg one from 1997, which starred Amanda Tapping, um who's Naomi, I guess,
1: Who or Naomi, Naomi, yeah,
0: in Supernatural. Or yes. Oh, okay, so she must was she in Stargate? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, that's why I'm like I don't know which if they're like referencing. Okay, anyways, I was like I don't know if Naomi was her name in the other one or no is no. She, no. Like, okay, um. So, um, it had plenty of clip show episodes. Um, here the Supernatural team defies the classic format by continuing the season arc, but clips are utilized. Um, uh, it says the two victims of Crowley, Tommy, which, who's played by Graham Wardle, and Jenny, Cindy Busby, are both main characters in the show Heartland from 2007. Yes, they are.
1: Mm-hmm. That's when it
0: started in 2007. I think it's still going.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, pretty sure. Anyway. Um, it says Crowley asks the, the Winchesters if they've been following the news, specifically the Denver Times. Um, this is a fictitious newspaper. The real Denver newspaper is the Post. Um, so it says when Crowley is counting down Sarah's death, he says five and four in English. As he continues on, he says three in French, two in German, and one in Spanish. Um... And the last one is when Crowley is talking on the phone as Sarah is dying. The numbers shown are 666. This number is often associated with the devil. Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: it is. Um, I I feel like that's the devil's number. Like, you're the king of hell and that's not the same.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Like, I mean, they do call him, like, he does kind of reference himself as the devil a few times. Sort of, or, like, a devil, not the devil, okay. but a devil. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, well, I mean... Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess you, you know, can
1: do what you want, like, yeah. you're a demon, you don't give a shit, but... Yeah, like, like no. <laughs> you
0: know, like, they're constantly scrapping for each other's titles, so um, why not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it just kind of makes sense. Um, so, our research from this week is off of hiddenremote.com, dot <laughs>
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, and it's about hex bags. So it's the hex bag in or hex bags in supernatural and the real lore, um, which is delving into the details. Um, so I don't know. I thought thought it was kind of funny that we found like actual like supernatural research. Yeah. You know about the show. I mean, there's always like else.
1: like articles on supernatural, like if we're oh look, for sure. up like angel yeah. tablet like. You know, yeah supernatural article but like yeah not this like is, this is, is a nice comparing like, supernatural
0: yeah. to you know quote-unquote real world yeah stuff you know um so it says supernatural introduced hex bags for the first time in season three um it says in supernatural season three hex bags were officially introduced although they were used in season one's home um, since then they've been used regularly whenever witches have turned up. uh the lore on hex bags is from real mythology and sorcery lore um as part of the series, wait, as part of the series to look at the real lore behind the show's mythology, it's time to look at hex bags. That sentence didn't really make any sense but it's fine okay.
1: um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just how were they used in real history and how much is supernatural stuck to the lore um so it says hex bags and supernatural. Um, In the third season, hex bags were introduced to help with spell work. They would contain a mixture of items, usually bones, an item from the intended victim, etc., and would be placed somewhere connected to the individual. Usually, they're used for malicious purposes, but hex bags can also be used for protection or warding. Um, It seems that in many cases, the bags are required for spells to take effect. Uh, Once the hex bag is destroyed, the spell comes to an end. Um, this is one of the only ways to stop the spell in its tracks and save the intended victims. Um, in the first season, hex bags were used for protection. Uh, Missouri Mosley created bags that could be added to the walls in each room of the house to protect against the poltergeist. And that was the one um, for Sam and Dean's old house right,
1: that right, they grew right. up in. No, but they,
0: like, had to, I don't know destroyed like
1: that was the one get... where that plumber shoved his hand down the garbage disposal mm-hmm. oh. and the kid
0: was obsessed with the juice yeah <laughs> and got himself locked in the fridge I know. Come on. <laughs> just sitting there drinking all the juice happy as a lark like i don't know why i'm in here but i'm here you know like <laughs> here i am you know <laughs> um. So the real lore about hex bags, it says in real sorcery, the items used in a hex bag were usually connected to the intended victim. Uh, They were personal in nature, making the spell or hex personal. This could be items that held significance, um, so items of clothing and even DNA. Uh, The longer someone holds the hex bag in their possession, the more powerful the bag becomes. In some cases, the hex bags can be held intentionally by the person, as they're not just for malicious acts. Um, As these bags hold more significance in a person's life, the power within them grows. Some will carry hex bags around on a daily basis as they would their wallet. Um, It says there are usually four types of hex bags, um, those that protect, those that curse, those that heal, and those that empower. In real lore, the curse bags can actually be harder to implement. Um, They need to be in the possession of the other person. Um, In Supernatural, they've sometimes been placed in bags, in cars, or somewhere important in the house to ensure possession. Um, for much of supernatural, the idea behind hex bags has been consistent with real sorcery lore uh the difference is that those or is that most bags are used for malicious spells as witchcraft is viewed as being more evil than it is in real lore um yeah, so huh
1: it's kind of similar, but yeah. not totally yeah,
0: so yeah, I mean it's uh, that's the one thing that I kind of like appreciate about supernatural like there's a lot of stuff that like is not what it like is not accurate
1: mm-hmm. but
0: there's a lot of stuff that is or they try and like stay as close as they can without like totally copycatting things you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah.
1: so maybe you said this in the article and I just don't remember it. but um is there an instance um that a hex bag so in the show is used um, in a good way as opposed to, like, cursing somebody, you know?
0: Well, I mean, with Missouri.
1: Right, right, right. Okay. But I don't
0: know. Other than that, honestly, Like, is that the only... I think there's been a couple times so far that they've, like, used bags as, like, a warding to, like, keep themselves hidden. hmm Because didn't they do that at... First, before they got their tattoos
1: for something. I think you're right. Yeah, I think they. I don't remember they what had it was. Like in their pocket or whatever.
0: Yeah, they like had their little hex bags to like keep themselves hidden from mm-hmm. someone, something. I don't from, remember. Yeah, like demons or. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? Okay, you're right.
1: You're but right. yeah,
0: that's. I don't. I mean, most of the time it's bad. <laughs> yeah. But
1: huh. I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. Like there specifics. is like
1: not to be spoilery, but like you know, in the upcoming seasons, there's going to be like quite a bit of witchery. Yeah, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think um through that if there is hex, you know, good hex bags, and I don't. Oh, I
0: can't. I don't know. Yeah, I think depends on what you define as good. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Like, it's
1: complicated.
0: Yeah, it's complicated. This is, like, one of those, like, the Facebook relationship, what does this mean? It is complicated. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, like, every time that Killian, like, for, like, as long as he has been watching, like, shows, mm-hmm. you know, he will always ask still, like, is that a bad guy? Like, is mm-hmm. that a good guy? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's mostly, is that a bad guy? And I have said, And so is Eric that like, you know, when it's when it's a a character who can go both ways Mm -hmm. or starts at one way and ends up another or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, we always just say like, oh, he's complicated. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I think that's what he thinks that word means is like good guy, bad guy, you know, (laughs) that that's what complicated me. I mean, at
0: a very basic level, it's not totally wrong.
1: Yeah, but there's just like, <laughs> other, like other ways to like use yeah. that word. I think Oh, for sure. You know? yeah. So I uh-huh. I need to probably have like a like a dictionary and a talk with him. For like sure. and, you know, like
0: so complicated can just mean tricky. Yeah, It, can it doesn't mean, mean, other mean that things, like
1: things as opposed to like you're good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> like like, yeah. like yeah.
0: I'm sure know. he probably knows that. I don't
1: know. You know, I, I truly like We've I mean, never maybe, talked yeah, about it. yeah. So,
0: but there's some things that you don't necessarily have to talk about to like kind of get, mm-hmm. you know, like,
1: yeah,
0: I don't know, yeah. To me, I wouldn't make the leap of like saying, "Oh, that person's good and bad." So it's complicated as like that means they're complicated. I would take it more as like the situation is complicated.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's also me. Yeah, you
0: know thinking about that now versus when i was you know seven you know right, i know yeah that's why you know? like
1: he's, he's never really like asked any questions for me to like try and elaborate on it you know like
0: i'm sure he's so. heard the word complicated though before plenty of
1: times but does he think oh they're talking about a a good bad guy like you know like
0: yeah i guess it depends on which one came first did complicated come first or did the good bad guy situation come first I don't know. You know, like <laughs> it's the chicken and the egg.
1: <laughs> I know. I'll just like talk with Eric and we'll talk to him. <laughs> just like, so like I he know. know what's if it, yeah. It's, a, it's, not, it's like, you know, it's only meaning. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what was your
0: idiot harassment moment from this week?
1: Okay. This isn't the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me, but I was <laughs> over at, at my aunt and uncle's house the other day. And like, you know, we we're eating, we we're drinking, we we're having a good time. And she looked at me and like, the light was hitting my hair just right. <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of some like romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, she noticed that like where I part my hair, I have just like all this like, like fluff going on which I'm sure is happening on my whole head not just where I part my hair but like you know and my doctor said that it's like grow back right yeah Mm because I've I've had some hair loss you know and um what so I'm like really excited about it but like you know on days that I um you know wash my hair you know blow dry it you can really see that like poof going on you Mm -hmm. know so um anyway so like the light was hitting it and and she just like started laughing and I was like what's Oh, yeah. Why are Why you, you laughing, laughing? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what? And she was like, your hair. And it was like. I know it's so bad. Like I need to diet. I'm sorry. Like, uh, why? Why is that a reason to laugh at me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, and we're like in front of other people. I'm just like, mm, like, well,
0: okay, great. What, thanks. <laughs> what's happening? Yeah.
1: And she's like, oh no. Like it's just like you can tell you have some some fluff going on your part. She's like, here, I have something that you can use. And I was like, oh, okay that's great. Thank you. And so she comes back with this bottle and she's like this, you know, it was Andrea's who, you know, was her daughter who passed away like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, Oh, was it three years ago? Now I'm doubting my whole life timeline. Wasn't it like um, 2019? I don't know. I think so. Okay, when is it sounds right to me (laughs) okay I'm like what year is it now 2022 Um, okay so yeah I'm just gonna go with that Um, I'm gonna go with it (laughs) yeah so she brings out this bottle of like you know anti-frizz like before you um blow dry your hair you know goop right oh yeah and Mm -hmm. she's just like you know when Andrea was losing hair like this was what she used. And she really, it really worked for her. And I was like, cool. And I was like, you know, like my hair's not wet though. Like I don't really want to go get my hair wet and then like use your blow dryer. And she's like, I just like slick some on. And I was like, all right. You know, so Mm -hmm. I go to the bathroom, I do it. It helps. It's like, you know, it's cool. So I go back out and like, in my mind, she was implying that, you know, like this is yours now. (laughs) So I, I, put it in my bag and like that was it like, never... <laughs> like it's mine now <laughs> she, yeah. she like she never asked about it again or like I never I brought it up what was that I want to go was that this is like two or three weeks
0: ago oh I mean like I would assume that if she was like you know oh if, like if she were to use that too for like an anti-frizz thing if she needed it that she would probably recognize that it was gone by now and be like hey did you like take
1: or where'd you put it definitely using it or something you know like (laughs) yeah I don't know so like, like so yeah I got home and then I was looking at it and I was like wow like I don't actually remember her saying like you know take this like take this home like use this from now on that's just like what I was assuming was happening but like she could have some like you know sentimental feelings with it you know from Andrea which which is fine, you know, or, yeah. or again, like you just suggested, like maybe she has been using it herself. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel really stupid for assuming. And, um, I don't, here's what uh, you could do, bring huh. it with you to Vegas and be like, yeah.
0: Hey, like I, I realized that like, I took this with me thinking that you wanted me to have it, but I wasn't really sure. So I brought it back just in case you wanted it or whatever and then that way it's there and so if and then you could get a clear yes or no and either she will take it or she won't you know like yeah
1: okay yeah. that is that's what I'll do I like, just like the whole like no I'm like I could just text her and I'm like oh it seems weird like I don't yeah know. just bring it
0: and then be like hey like I've been using this but also I don't really remember if you like wanted me to have it or you just wanted me to try it so you know yeah. like Okay. I brought it back for you just in case you wanted it, you
1: know? <laughs> okay. But, yeah. I will do that. And because you will be there, you can take pictures of that very awkward moment and then maybe we can put it on our Facebook page. I am not going to be like <laughs> awkwardly sitting there. I need to take picture of this for the podcast.
0: <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> Sorry. damn it that seems like the you know paparazzi that nobody wanted or didn't. you and just I mean, say, you take look. a picture of the bottle of the stuff <laughs> and just in case you know like Anybody else has frizz problems because, like, let's be real, we all do at some point, and maybe that could be useful to somebody. So. <laughs> let's just take a picture of the bottle.
1: <laughs> all you have to say if she asks you why you're taking pictures at that moment is that you are trying to document the whole convention experience. Huh? But we've been to conventions before
0: with each other. But- and never done that. <laughs> exactly. We've never done that. Maybe we need to but like <laughs> when i have my dslr with me i don't think that taking an iphone photo of that moment like i'd like pull, hold on like i need quit moving hold that as i'm like taking <laughs> pictures <laughs> with the flash and all that like oh man uh, i feel like we should just take a picture of the bottle
1: <laughs> or we could attempt to non awkwardly do both huh
0: you know me, I'm awkward. how I'm never not awkward. Like there's not gonna be a non awkward way to do that. that <laughs> <any way. laughs> Excuse me, click. You know, like.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm gonna feel like a real asshole if she was like, no, I I meant to keep it myself. Like, and I've well, been. I, mean, it's not I like- mean, I've been using it like <laughs> <laughs> not every day. Just like yeah. you know, I have a bunch of different, you know of that type of product so
0: I mean I don't think she's gonna be like mad at you for having a misunderstanding or a miscommunication about something oh, no. like that you know no, like
1: she's not like that
0: yeah so that I wouldn't worry about it too much <laughs> Worst <laughs> comes to where she's like hey can
1: I have that back you know <laughs> like, yeah. actually I was using it you know <laughs> yeah uh, she'll stupid. but anyway that's my anyway. moment <laughs> so what was your agent aspect moment
0: <sighs> oh my gosh okay so like We went to the NFR for my birthday, right? And we went to Vegas. And, you know, we're getting everything ready. And we're, like, trying to get out the door. So that way we can, like, go and drive to, like, the parking lot thing to, like, lock the truck up for the weekend while we're gone and blah, blah, blah. And we get, like, you know, a couple miles down the road. And Travis said something about like, a ticket, or, like, a concert, or something like that, and I don't totally remember, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot the NFR tickets! Oh no. Back at the house, right, and I'm like, you need to turn around, you need to turn around right now,
1: you know? Yeah, oh and no. And thank
0: goodness, like, close to where we live, there's a lot of roundabouts, so we just, like, pulled the U E and, like, yeah. you know, but, like, oh my gosh, like, I did not have them, like, How bad would it have been if I got all the way to Vegas Mm -hmm. and didn't have our tickets? Because they're not electronic. They're paper tickets. So, like, I had an envelope that had the tickets in them that I completely 100% forgot about until he happened to mention something that struck a chord in my little pea brain that Mm -hmm. said, hey, maybe you need those before you get on the airplane. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I felt so... So dumb. <laughs> it's like um, how do you like this is the reason that we're going to Vegas. Like yeah. and you don't remember the tickets? Like, come on, Rochelle. <laughs>
1: That's okay. But yeah, I, I think like, everybody oh has forgotten tickets before. Oh. I mean, that's this is a more extreme situation, of course, because you're, like, flying, flying somewhere, somewhere to use know. them. It's not like you could just, like, Turn around hop on and home and get yeah. rid of them. But. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's done.
0: I know. Sure. But it wouldn't have just been, like, Travis and I's tickets. It would have been Travis and I and, like five other people yeah, <laughs> that,
1: yeah, that then sucked.
0: didn't get to go didn't. to the Vegas for the whole reason that we were all going to Vegas
1: than my birthday, have you know, money back, yeah. we
0: wouldn't have gotten the money back, you know, yeah. and so it's like, oh God, you know,
1: yeah, that would have sucked,
0: so yeah, that was like a real butt clencher moment, <laughs> 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 like, oh God, and I was like anxiety sweating all the way back to the house, like, and I'm like. What if I can't find them And I have to spend a long time finding them And like then what if I like Miss the plane because I yeah. couldn't find the tickets But like is it even worth getting on the plane If you don't have your tickets I don't know you know mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm just like ah <laughs> I know. So it ended up being fine, but then like of course I like told everybody, and they're like, okay. So they were like giving me crap about it like the whole weekend. Oh, like, no. are you sure you want to carry the tickets from here to the NFR? Somebody else can carry them for you. And I'm like, no, I've got it. You know, like yeah, I'm fine. They're oh, in my hand. It's I'm all sorry. good. You know. But yeah, <laughs> I mean to be des- to be fair, it was it
1: was well deserved. <laughs> I earned that one. <laughs> But yeah, I think that's okay. <laughs> yeah. My only experience was that um I think you were there. This was a couple of years ago and we were going to Disney on Ice with Killian. <laughs> it was like me, you, Killian and my mom, right? And like
0: the last time we went it was just me, you and Killian, but the time before that I think it was all four of
1: us. Yeah, I think it was that time because I was like yeah. I was like, like, who am I gonna leave Killian with and go get the other ticket from home? Like yeah. Am I gonna leave him with my mom? Like, <laughs> or I was like, Rochelle, you're staying here with Killian <laughs> and I will go home and get my other ticket and yeah, you know, I don't
0: remember that. But yeah. also that was a long time ago. So. It
1: was a long time yeah. ago. Killian
0: was very young. And, yeah.
1: And the person who like takes your ticket or scans it or whatever, she was like oh, like, is Killian under age? I can't remember. I do like remember that
0: because it was all, we were all going through and you, d- you missed one of the tickets, but you oh. still had the other one. So mm-hmm. you're like, somebody can't get in. And they're like, oh, we'll let Killian in because he's like super young or something yeah, like he, that.
1: Yeah, th- he he was going to like sit on someone's lap. Yeah. So that was fun. So yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. So, yeah. That was my, so I actually did forget. You, no, you know what happened? I brought the like, special parking ticket instead, instead of, of another the actual ticket. Like, yeah. I just, like, switched them thinking, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this was a long-ass time ago, but yeah. like, it ended up fine, so. And, like,
0: with a small child, sometimes things just go awry, you yeah. know, like. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ugh. I mean, like, th-
0: just getting there sometimes is a shit show. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs>
1: Well, thank you for listening to us and our shenanigans. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and send us your Igitt and aspet moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.